Welcome into the Power Alley. If you're familiar with the podcast, I'm your host, Pat Melicaro. It's been an exciting 2021 season for the Buffalo Bisons, which was capped off by a Northeast Division championship this past week as the Herd finished the regular season at 71-46, and 46, a 6.07 winning percentage, and defeat the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre Rail Riders by three games in the divisional chase, something the Buffalo Bisons have not done in more than a decade. It's the team's first division championship since 2005. We'll touch more on that coming up later here in the Power Alley. But first, one of the players that was a key part of the 2021 Buffalo Bisons wasn't even a player necessarily slated to be in the organization once spring training started. Christian Cologne has been a key figure on and off the field for the Bisons this season. The veteran has had big league success over the years, including, if you've followed the broadcasts at all, a world championship and the game-winning hit for the Kansas City Royals back in 2015. Cologne made his way to the Blue Jays organization this year, and in 94 games with the team, hit 260 this year, but a player that was very versatile and came up big for the team early on, a player that did not allow his teammates to necessarily get down about the situation that they were in going into the season, and a player who was going to play independent baseball starting the 2021 year, signed late with the Toronto Blue Jays organization, joined the team late at the alternate training site, and when the team broke camp, came to Trenton, New Jersey with the herd as well. We'll tell you more about the stats on Christian Cologne in a moment, but first, let's hear my conversation with Cologne following the Bisons clinching the Northeast Division crown. Well, Christian, congratulations on winning the Northeast Division championship this year. Uh, for a year that, you know, so much has gone on, what, what has been the feeling like over the last week or so? Uh, it's been great. I mean, the guys are, we're still grinding, you know, we're still playing and, and trying to uh, get ready for those 10 games at the end. Um, but we accomplished the first part of what we set out to do, you know, out of spring training. And uh, we're just, we're just thankful and lucky that, uh, that, that we got the opportunity to, you know, nothing happened COVID-wise and we were able to carry out the season and, and uh, handle handle the business how we uh, how we knew we could. The one word I keep coming back to is resilient, and certainly people can resonate with that word, but for a team that maybe didn't know where they'd be going out of alternate training site, and then if you'd go to Buffalo at all. So to me, that seems like a word that encapsulates this team. Yeah, um, I, I can tell you um, there's times we were down uh, in games and we just uh, – we just turned the script really quick, you know. It's just guys never quit. I, I, I just the makeup of this team is different. It's special. Um, it's just good people, the care, and, and good players. Because like without talent, you you, you can't pull, you can't win. So the talent is outstanding, and you match that up with like the personalities, and it's just the no quit attitude. So it's. Um, it's special. You, you get to do things like this. So I remember it was plenty of games where we were down uh, late. You know, we'd just come back or just put up a six spot. You know, just even though we were winning, let's say, four to three, you know, we put up a six spot and get as many runs as we could. And I was watching you from the outside looking in for the first couple of months, but you tell me if, if you wouldn't mind, how quick was the chemistry for this team? Was it instant or did it something that had to develop maybe over a couple of weeks or games? You know, out of spring training, I showed up and, and guys were so welcome, 
welcoming like they they made me feel so uh like i could be myself um you know from day one i remember i came in with dilson and uh it was it was a special group like i said uh it's a good mix between uh veterans and young younger players and um you know obviously you guys know how i feel about the coaching staff uh allowing us to do what we do and um but you know going to trenton too was the clubhouse was smaller. That's a that's a double A stadium, I believe. And when we started the season there, we were really all tight in in the clubhouse. Uh, there's not a lot of places you could go hide, you know. So I think I think that really helped people just kind of get over that. All right, we're here. We're together. Uh, seems like a pretty good group of guys. We have the talent, and and, and we're just in this one room, you know. And we we uh, we made it work. We got close. And you alluded to it a moment ago, but for yourself, you know, joining this team late in, in the game, so to speak, right, right before the team broke for for Trenton, you know, what were maybe your expectations of the season for yourself going into 2021? I I just wanted to be a positive uh, influence, you know, for the team in any way. Uh, even if I played twice a week, three times a week, I I mean, I know it's. It can get tough, you know, if you do that. But you know, in this game, you got to earn every opportunity you get, uh, especially where I'm at in my career. And so, I was just, you know, thankful for the opportunity. Um, I felt like I was just whatever they needed from me. You know, play play anywhere, uh, talk to the guys, just just bring the good vibes, and uh, we were able to do that. You were. Uh playing in games last year at the alternate training site a little bit as well. What's it like to be back in front of fans once again and, and having those interactions with people? Oh, it's the best. I got carried away a little bit because, uh, you know, it, good or bad, I just, you know, if they're giving us, uh, you know, heckling us, I just give it right back. So it's fun. And uh, when they're cheering for us, you know, back at home, it's 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 the game, you know. It's a game of baseball like they – you you uh, feed off that energy. Um, it gives you that the adrenaline that you need to go out there. And it's I mean the game of baseball without fans, it's it's definitely tougher. Uh, so we're just thankful that we're back at it, and hopefully we can continue it. We've talked about your success in the postseason and what you did with Kansas City, but it strikes me that there are other guys on this team that maybe the. The fanfare doesn't get out as much. A guy like Tyler White, who has had success with Houston, there's, there's a lot of good mix on this team. Yeah, no, Tyler White. Uh, I call. I, I'm always uh, picking his brain about hitting. Um, we talk uh, quite a bit. Uh, it, it's just fun to have guys like that around. Um, yeah, like you said, he he's been in playoff games. He's got a lot of at bats in the big leagues. You know, he's just he's just a good all around, all good around baseball player you know you can hit you can play defense and and, um, and just that the inf- the influence he has on the younger players too you know coming in every day like he's the same guy you know um, and, and he he's intense on the field which I love you know he loves to compete so uh, I don't know I, I feel like I click with him a lot just similarities you know and uh, you mentioned the coaching staff as well, and I have to think the the team takes a little bit of its cues from from the coaching staff and the manager Casey Candel, who kind of keeps it very light for the guys. Yeah, he's he's got to be up there with my favorites, you know, and just the way he goes about it. Um, 
you could tell. I mean, no one likes to to lose, so I could tell when he's in a good good mood or a bad mood. <laughs> he loves to win, but that's what that was another thing too for us as 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 players when we would win. He would dance and you know move around and and just like act crazy like a little kid and and that's just so funny because you don't see that very often anymore you know um, people take themselves like way too serious sometimes especially in this game and uh, just the just the way he went about it it was fun you know it just kind of gave us that incentive to like all right we got to get out there and, and win and you know before we wrap things up I, I just want to ask you about you know you mentioned the chemistry earlier but. It seems like when some of these younger guys have made their major league debuts or getting their first call up, it feels like everybody is sharing in that excitement with them as well. And what has that been like to see guys like Brian Baker, Kirby Snead, Taylor Saucedo all, you know, get called up for the first time? Oh yeah, I remember Sauce getting called up. That was like one of the highlights of the year. Um, just you know, how he went in that office and when he came out, was just, we all started just yelling and screaming. He was crying. It was such a cool moment. And that's what it's about. I think when when guys get called up from here, from such a good team, um, it, it's like a win for us too. You know, like when Kevin went up as well. Like I was, we were just super excited for the guy. You know, he just he just goes out there every day, does his job. You know, um, handles the lows and the good and the highs. And uh, it's just cool to see. So I felt like we won too. You know, as a unit. So I think that's what we celebrated so much. Well, Christian, it's been fun to watch. Uh, now we got 10 more games left after uh, Sunday, so looking forward to it, and thanks for taking some time. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Our thanks again to Christian Colon, and looking forward to seeing him and the rest of the Bisons over the final stretch, the last 10 games of the season here in 2021. Remember, just because the regular season concluded yesterday, September the 19th, does not mean the season is over. There is no traditional playoff format this year, as the Bisons and the rest of AAA baseball will play 10 more games. Five at home, five on the road. That'll conclude the 2021 campaign. And for Buffalo, they'll be home on Wednesday night through this Sunday, September 22nd through the 26th, opening up a five-game homestand against Lehigh Valley. And remember, there's some great promotions you can find out about at Bisons.com for this week, including Dog Day at the Ballpark on Wednesday and Rookie, the official bat dog of the Trenton Thunder, somebody who Bison players took to right away, a fan favorite, if you haven't seen the E60 special in the past, check it out online. Rookie, the third-generation bat dog for the Trenton Thunder, will be at Salem Field Wednesday, September the 22nd. Remember, tickets are just $10. All tickets are general admission seating for the rest of the season. And if you are going to bring your furry friend, as they are free to come to the ballpark on the 22nd, we ask you to enter at the Seneca Street Gate. That way you can enjoy Bison Baseball with your dog in one of the special sections down the right field side. The Herd finished the 2021 regular season with 71 wins, a 71-46 and 46 record thanks to their victory over Rochester in the regular season finale on Sunday with a 6.07 winning percentage. That is the second-best record in the modern era for a Bisons team and the best since 2001. Teams that won a lot of games in the early part of the 2000s, the Bisons replicating some of that success over what was only 117 games this season. Remember, with the alternate training site in April, the regular season in minor league baseball did not begin until the first full week of May this past year. So 
127 overall games if you count the final stretch for the Bisons, but the standings and the records will reset for the final stretch. So over 117 games, which did include three cancellations, the Buffalo Bisons finished the year 71-46. and 46. That is three games better than Scranton-Wilkes-Barre. And for the Bisons, a team that was really struggling in their second-to-last homestand of the season when they took on Worcester, dropping the first five games of the series. Things started to look bleak for the Herd. A two-game deficit heading into their series with Scranton-Wilkes-Barre, but a victory on that Sunday helping Buffalo start a franchise record in the modern era, 12-game winning streak. Won the finale against Worcester, won seven straight in Scranton-Wilkes-Barre, including a pair of double headers over that stretch. And then the Bisons would again return home and pick up a couple of more victories against Syracuse in the process. All told for Buffalo, it was a 12-game winning streak that was a modern-era record for the team. And they went 15-5 and down the stretch thanks to that 12-0 record. They did stumble in a couple of games against Syracuse at the end of the series and split against Rochester over the final six games of that season matchup. Buffalo actually defeated Rochester 20 times. Of the 29 meetings this season, Buffalo went 20-9 and thanks to some very good play early in the season, and a lot of that was thanks in part to a pitcher like Zach Logue. As we look at some of the regular season marks for the Bisons team overall, the pitching staff was very good. Zach Logue finishes the regular season at 7-3 with a 3.43 earned run average. And for Logue, the AAA rookie, remember, he had made just one appearance with the Herd in 2019. That was a relief appearance, which he would pick up the victory as part of a game that was resumed against scranton Wilkesbury in June of 2019. Logue, in the middle of June this year, joined the Bisons in Rochester and went seven innings, giving up just one hit, striking out eight, and was named the AAA East Pitcher of the Week for his efforts, and he would finish tied for the team lead in victories this year as Logue, 7-3, and three, tied with Jacob Waguspak, a pitcher who has gone from the rotation back into the bullpen, back and forth, and he has been one of those pitchers for the team that has not gotten a lot of fanfare this season, but has gone out and done an admirable job for the team, going 7-2 and two over his 21 appearances, 65 and two-thirds innings pitched. That's one of the highest marks on the team as well. Zach Logue logging some of the most innings for Buffalo this year. And a pitching staff, as we look back at what it looked like at the beginning of the season to what it looked like at the end, you had guys like Zach Logue, Bowden Francis acquired in a trade with Milwaukee in the beginning of July. It also had a pitcher like TJ Zoik in the rotation starting the 2021 season, a pitcher with so much promise after his no-hitter late in the 2019 campaign against the Red Wings this year was designated for assignment and eventually made his way to the Cardinals organization, now pitching for Memphis. Anthony Kay, a pitcher acquired late in the 2019 season, right around the deadline for Marcus Stroman with the Mets, had some good success with Buffalo over the final couple of starts in the season, began the year with Buffalo, and really had a tough time getting it going for the most part, bouncing back and forth between the big leagues and Buffalo this year. For Anthony Kay, spending time on the injured list as well, just six starts for Buffalo this year, Majority of his season coming with the Blue Jays in Toronto and in Buffalo and Dunedin for that fact as well. But Anthony Kay yet to pick up a victory in the regular season for the Bisons in just 23 and a third innings pitched and somebody who will look to bounce back as the team starts camp for the 2022 spring training year. Also another player that was thought of to be 
highly regarded in the Bison bullpen heading into this season was Ty Tice. Eventually making his way across three different teams this season, Tice began the year with the Herd, made his Major League debut even before that with the Toronto Blue Jays. Tice then traded to Atlanta, now in the Diamondbacks organization. So Ty Tice, one of those relievers that was probably going to be called upon a lot, adding in a pitcher like Brian Baker, who has the team's best earned run average at 1.45, Taylor Saucedo, Kirby Snead from the left side. All three of those pitchers also made their major league debuts this past season. And for Brian Baker, being a September call-up, promoted having his contract selected by the Blue Jays on September the 1st. One of those great moments that we talked about with Christian Colon just a couple of moments ago. Another player who had a big hand in the Bison season offensively this year was Kevin Smith. Somebody who took a step back in the progress of his prospect uh, career in 2019, but this season having an MVP caliber season, hitting 284, but hitting for power, hitting for uh, good average as well. 19 homers, 66 RBIs, add in 16 stolen bases. Kevin Smith, somebody that's played several different positions. We even saw him make his minor league debut at first base in the series against Rochester, just the second time in his career that he has played a game at first base. Smith trying to be versatile. We've seen him on the left side of the diamond at short and third, even a couple of games in left field, and now adding first base to his resume as well. A couple of players also that you may have forgotten about, did not spend a lot of time in Buffalo this year. Somebody like Jared Hoying, who helped the Bisons win five out of six games against Syracuse earlier in the season, five out of six against Rochester as well, appeared in seven games with the Bisons before having his contract selected by the Toronto Blue Jays and then eventually playing again overseas instead of rejoining the herd as he had an opportunity to go over to Korea and play again over in the KBO, Hoying taking that opportunity. But in his seven games with the Bisons, did have three home runs, seven RBIs in the process, and a player who had some success with Buffalo, back to the big leagues, and then eventually making his way overseas once again. Jonathan Davis, just three games with the Bisons, up and down with Toronto this year, and eventually was claimed by the New York Yankees, now on the scranton Wilkesbury roster. Davis has spent 18 total games in the minor leagues this year, 15 of those with Scranton, including a couple of games against Buffalo in that seven-game series. As we look back at the month of September, where the Bisons were very successful, the Toronto Blue Jays did a lot of work to continue to replenish the Bisons roster. Gregory Polanco was added to the team, has played in 15 games since signing with the Blue Jays and being assigned to Buffalo on September the 2nd, and boy, has he had an impact in the lineup. 309 batting average over 15 games. That's good for 17 hits in 55 at-bats, four homers, four doubles, 11 RBIs, and the outfielder has four steals as well. He is 4-4 four and four in the stolen base column for the Bisons and somebody who had a big home run in the finale of the series at scranton Wilkesbury, and can play several outfield positions. We've seen him in right, has a handful of games in center field, and as somebody that is 6'5", a long stride, can cover a lot of ground in the outfield and can leg out infield base hits, and somebody that for the Bisons, losing a player like Josh Palacios to a broken hamate bone in his right hand, somebody who has not, unfortunately, played a lot of baseball here in 2021 due to various injuries, adding somebody like Gregory Polanco to the Bisons lineup was a welcomed addition by the Toronto Blue Jays over the final month of the 2021 minor league season. 
Also, Otto Lopez came to the Bisons in late August and has continued to excel, even made it to the big leagues with Toronto, appearing in one game against the Nationals. Lopez has played in 15 games for the Bisons in September, 15 out of the 17 contests that the team has played. 338 is the batting average for Lopez, who has a couple of home runs, 12 RBIs. We look at a team that had 82 RBIs in the month of September. Lopez leading the team in that category with 12. Also, seven stolen bases, seven for seven in the stolen base category. A team that has stolen at a high clip this season, 23 steals in the month of September for Buffalo. Otto Lopez helping lead the way there. Another player who can hit for average, hit for a little bit of power as well, and can play several different positions. He's been in the outfield and left. He's been in the middle of the infield, second and short as well. And for the Bisons, a, another player with a lot of versatility that was added to Casey Candell's lineup throughout the course of the 2021 season. And Forrest Wall leading the team in stolen bases in the month of September. Eight for eight in the stolen base category. And for Wall overall this season, one of the best base stealers in all of minor league baseball. Wall ends the season with 33 steals. That is third best in AAA East only behind a pair of Southeast Division teams in Durham and Jacksonville, players in those divisions with the top two marks in AAA baseball. But Forrest Wall, after rejoining the team due to an oblique injury that cost him a healthy amount of time early in the season, came back and has performed very well at the top of the Bison's order, has been getting on base and allowing his teammates, players like Otto Lopez and Kevin Smith, and even Gregory Polanco, who have been in the two through five spots in the Bison's order consistently over the course of the season, allowing them many RBI opportunities and helping the Bison's score runs, which have come in bunches over the last handful of weeks as the team locked up the Northeast Division Championship. Also back to the pitching side for a moment, we cannot talk about the pitching staff and some of the additions made throughout the course of the season without talking about Casey Lawrence. Somebody who was with the Bisons throughout the first portion of the season, originally signing with York Independent Baseball, pitched out of the bullpen almost exclusively for the herd, save a couple of doubleheader starts for the team, went to AA, went down to New Hampshire after an appearance with the Bisons on July the 17th, went down to be a full-time starter in AA, stretched out, and boy was he good over the final six starts of his AAA season this year. 4-0 for the Bisons with a sub-3 earned run average. And for Casey Lawrence, finishing the regular season on a high note. A couple of victories back-to-back, -back, defeating Syracuse on September the 9th. And then again, Rochester defeating them for the second time in his six starts since being recalled from New Hampshire. He defeated the Red Wings over five innings, struck out six. The strikeout numbers were there as well. Had six or more strikeouts in three of his six appearances with the Bisons over the final month of the regular season. There's a lot to still be excited about as we enter the final stretch of AAA baseball. The Herd once again will be home September the 22nd through the 26th, beginning with Dog Day at the Park on Wednesday. It'll also be the final Honda Friday Night Bash of the season on Friday, which will also serve as Fan Appreciation Night. So a lot of great happenings at the ballpark that will conclude on Sunday evening, a 6.05 start time for the Bisons and Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. The final home game of the 2021 season will come for Buffalo on September 26th, this coming Sunday. Then they will head out on the road after off days on Monday and Tuesday of next week. They will finish the season in Syracuse with five games from Wednesday all the way through October the 3rd, 
We look forward to checking in over the final two weeks of the season as we head into the 2021 offseason where there is so much happening. We look forward to bringing it all to you here in the Power Alley. I'm Pat Melicaro.